Hello, everybody, and welcome to Part of Me Podcast, created and hosted by me, Jamie Reynolds, where I will be providing techniques and guidance on starting, maintaining, and measuring your plan to fulfill those desired goals in your life. If you are ready to start achieving your goals, join me every Sunday and stay tuned to the end of this episode. Make sure you visit my webpage for free printables. Now, let's get to work. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome back. You are returning after a very vibrant week of focusing on just one non-priority goal. How did you feel? Like, how did it feel to not have to focus on those hard driven top one, top two, top, top five goals? How did it feel? I hope it felt good because now we're going to dive into the second component of managing my results. In last week's episode, I gave you the direction of working on the workbook page three, which was managing your perspective and your goals. So you were to use your top 10 goals and sort them into one of the four quadrants. Each quadrant defines what that goal looks like for you when it comes to its level of priority in your life. I want to tell you, when I did mine, you know how hard it was to let myself be real There was no one else that was going to read this. It was just for me. It was for me to get perspective on my life. And it was so hard for me to be 100% real with myself. Nonetheless, maybe your moment was a little bit different. Maybe you had everything in the category that you expected it to be in. Maybe you saw that you had that level of balance or maybe you saw that imbalance. But that was what that moment was for. It was for us to see what do we actually see as a priority presently in our lives. And if we did it properly, then somewhere within there, something may have really jumped out to you and you were like, wow, this is a little bit less or a little bit more of a priority than I thought. So before we jump into this week where we're going to be talking about the results, I did not actually share what is within the workbook. So within the first page of the workbook, there is a little message from me and that message is ultimately summarizing all the things that we're about to talk about and ultimately saying that your non-priority can be your priority and don't feel guilty about it. I've also found, as many of you may have also found, doing your top 10 goals for the month of which we already should be doing, but ultimately doing that first before diving into this activity or this workbook will be super helpful in having everything organized and placed the way you need it to be placed. The second page focuses solely on your non-priority goals. So after you do your top 10 goals, those last five goals are going to be your targeted areas. And if you do not want those five goals to be your target areas, that's fine. You can make another set of non-priority goals, but the top 10 goals is to give you some direction like a roadmap, but your non-priority goals can be anything of which you may have not even identified within your top 10 goals. It's whatever resonated with you as something that you want to do, but you deemed was not a priority over your other top five goals or the top 10 goals that you presented for the month. This brings us all the way up to last week's episode where we worked on the whole quadrant thinking model. And this now brings us to the, I don't know if you would 
you would identify this as a fun part, but the part where it really starts to get real. Like if last week wasn't real, this week is going to get real because now you're going to be looking at the results of what you just did from the last week. If you got a sneak peek and you went forth and did it, that is awesome. That's perfectly fine. There's no issue with that. But I do want to also walk you through what you just read. So each quadrant, if you will, has its own identity. So the identity of the quadrant is more or less telling you the potential effects or the potential impact that could happen if you remain in this particular quadrant. Now, the specific quadrant that you would have been looking at was the quadrant that had the most goals in it. So for instance, if last week, most of your goals was in quadrant one, then you're gonna be looking at the results of quadrant one, which was your upper left-hand corner, urgent or important. If most of your goals were in in quadrant two, which is your non-urgent important, which is your top right-hand corner, then you're gonna be looking at the results of that. Makes sense and it pretty much follows suits for the rest of the quadrants. Now I wanna approach this in two different ways. I wanna approach in the way of, if you had one quadrant that had pretty much a lot of things in there, it just kind of took over most of the quadrants and you were able to easily and simply identify what quadrant your results were in. I want to look at it from that point, but I also want to look at it from if you had somewhat of a equal balance between two or more quadrants. So we're going to talk about the one that's a little bit more blatant and straightforward. Whichever quadrant you had the most goals in, That's the quadrant that's telling you the impact that it's having on your current life. For instance, I'm going to take quadrant one, which is urgent and important. And some of the identifiers for that quadrant is you may be stressed out often or you may feel overworked and tired. You may feel like there's always a crisis that's going on within your life and you may feel like you're deteriorating physically in some way, shape or form. I will firsthand tell you that I was in that quadrant pretty often. And in fact, when I did my my fun, my activity, right, I was actually in that quadrant. And that's why I said if, if we were being real and completely honest with ourselves, when, when you get when you get your results, it kind of is a little sting. It's, it's not supposed to be a psychological trip on you in a sense of like, you know, trying to find if you have really been having those feelings um, or or you've been having those type of moods, or you, you've been feeling that level of stress. It's not, it's not supposed to be one of those things. It's, you may not be feeling it now, but if you get overwhelmed and burnt out and you're hanging in this project for a long period of time, that's where you're leading yourself to. And you may feel all four. You may feel one of the four. You may feel something that is close or similar to the four. These are just some identifiers. Now, if you fell into a space where there was somewhat of of a balance between two or more, and maybe each one of those quadrants had the exact same number of goals in them, this is how I want you to look at it. Of the goals you have listed, which one of them impact you the most? And meaning, which one are you doing on a daily basis? Which one takes more energy from you to do? Which one leaves you either a little bit more drained or a little bit more fulfilled? That's how you're going to essentially develop a point system of which one of these goals are a little bit more penetrating 
to my lifestyle and how I am behaving and how I am feeling. For instance, um, I gave this example last week. One of your things could be that you have to pick your child up from daycare every day and you have to be there by a certain time. That will fall in your urgent and important line, right? Your other thing might be you love buying shoes or you love buying purses or materialistic things. That might be in your non-urgent, not important line. Now, this is how you break it down. Are you buying materialistic things every single day? What impact is it having? Is it having a negative impact on your life? Is it having a negative impact on your goals? Are you finding yourself indulging in it a little bit more and more? Is it causing more wear on you? These are the things that you're gonna ask yourself. And from there, you do that balancing scale of which one is having more of a stronger influence on how I'm feeling and how my day is going. You don't have to necessarily do it for each goal within that quadrant. If you would like to, you can. And then from there, weigh the difference. It might just be the first goal you put in each quadrant that you're weighing the the scales against. So that's a way that you can approach when you have two quadrants that are holding the same number. Another way you can do it is identify one more thing in your life that is affecting you or impacting you. And then you can off tip the scales a little bit by adding it to whichever quadrant you feel that is most uh, suitable for. Now, looking at the results. If this is your first time looking at the results, I want you to, and I, and I tell you this all the time, it's very important for you to process what you are looking at before you react to it. So this is why I say, look at it, Take a moment, digest it, and then let's go ahead and have a conversation about it. So you just realize what quadrant you're in. All the quadrants aren't bad. All of them don't have negative impacts. One of them, which is your top right quadrant, your non-urgent but important quadrant, that's actually your balance quadrant. That's the one where, and if you look at the results of that quadrant, that's the half purpose and direction, half greater perspective on thing, more balance. That's the quadrant that ultimately everyone wants to be in. If you're in one of the three other quadrants where you're kind of seeing those those results that are a little less appealing, you have to understand why are you in there? And by doing so, you're going to start looking at what are those goals that are sitting in there? And why are those goals giving me such a negative impact? Why am I reacting or entertaining these goals in the matter of which is causing me frustration, is causing me to be stressed out, is causing me to be unreliable or irresponsible? Like, why are these goals causing that? Why is it having such a big impact on me? Some of those goals that you can look at and just be like, I can honestly do away with this one. This honestly doesn't add any type of value to my life. Whether priority or non-priority, this adds zero value to me. So why am I worried about it? That might be a goal that was within your top five goals. And you might find your non-priority goals may be falling somewhere within that not urgent but important component. Example, meditating every day, sitting in silence, Those things might be not urgent, but important to your mental health. Maybe journaling every day or exercising. 
It may not be urgent, but it may be important. For me, I found that ending my day with a nice book, it wasn't urgent, but I found that to be important for me because it allowed me to release the serotonin to my body that I have worked up with different levels of adrenaline and all these different things, being on goal mode all day, every day, just ending my night quietly with no expectation, just allowing my mind to wander into the land of fantasy and creativity. And I found that to be important for my mental space. Spending more time with family, I found that to be important for my mental and health. The purpose of looking at these results ultimately is to help you to have a visualization of what path you are going down. You may not be there now, but let's ask the real question. Do you want to meet it? Do you want to push yourself so far to the tipping point? You want to be all the way at literally the boiling point of where you have no choice but to sit down, but to calm down. Having your non-priorities as priorities placed intentionally at certain times of your goal setting journey, it's so important because it creates that balance. It offsets that level of stress that you may have encountered or endured throughout the week, throughout the month, throughout the year. It's important to implement those moments into your goal setting process, journey. It's very important. And this is why that not urgent but important category is that level of balance. The not urgent component tells you that everything doesn't have to be done at that very moment right now. Yes, it can get done, but if you're always handling things in a crisis state of mind, has to get done, has to get done. This is, everything can't be a category A number one priority. It just can't be. The famous saying, if everything's a priority, then nothing's a priority. So with that, when you look over your results, do it alone, do it in a place of silence, allow yourself to process it. Don't. Don't have that moment like now you're looking at the results like I got to do this. Yeah, oh my God, I did this so wrong. No, 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 no. These are the results are there for a reason. The results are giving you a level of transparency that you may have needed to hear from yourself to yourself. So again, the word is grace. Give yourself grace. Have an open mind and approach this situation in a way of I want to invoke change. So with that, I hope you have such a wonderful week. I hope all this information was helpful. The workbook is available right on the website for free. And of course, as always, thank you for being part of me.